I am Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about a verse from Proverbs chapter 3 that tells us to fear the Lord and shun evil. And this will bring health to our bodies, refresh our bones, refreshment to our bones, nourishment to our bones. And so we're going to be taking communion over this passage of Scripture today, just asking for God's help. Helping us to do this the way that he intended us. This verse reminds me of the passage of scripture in the New Testament. It tells us to submit to God and then resist the devil and he will flee from us. Similar passage of scripture. We're going to be taking communion over this today. But why are we taking communion every day? About 10 years ago, I had pretty much no spiritual life whatsoever. I was doing life on my own without God, doing things my own way. But life wasn't going the way that I wanted it to go. At the time, I was running my personal training business. And the business started out great, but then I got into some tough times. I've got some months where I'm losing thousands of dollars in a month. I had the weight and stress and pressure of the business on me. And I remember getting to this place of going for a walk with my wife. And I just told her over and over, there's got to be a better way to live. And shortly after that, I came across a challenge to start reading one chapter from the book of Proverbs every day. Proverbs has 31 chapters. So the challenge was on day one of the month, you read Proverbs chapter one. Day two of the month, you read Proverbs chapter two, and then you keep going like that until the end of the month, and then you start back over again. Well, I've been doing this for a little while, reading the proverb a day, and one day Proverbs thirteen twenty two seemed to jump off the page of me. It says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, and that verse got me thinking, what's the most valuable thing that we could pass on to future generations? Well, Proverbs tells us that the principal thing is wisdom, understanding, knowledge. Those are the key things. And so I made a commitment that day. I want to pass on manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to seek after God, began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. My relationship with him began to grow. He began to show up, began to teach me, began to train me. He taught me this whole new way to live. We make him the center. We make him the source of everything. We learn how to rest and we learn how to trust in him, to do life together, connected with him. But as I was learning this new way to live, it wasn't always easy all the time. I had to unlearn a lot of things I had learned before to learn how to operate my life in a completely new way. Went through some struggles at times. I just began to document what God was teaching me, the things that I was going through. And it turned into this series of books and courses and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And out of everything we do in the Abundant Life Blueprint, I do believe the most important lesson I would want to pass on is on daily communion. Daily communion is what I call the number one table turner for all of life. It has the ability to create a turning point in our life, to turn things around and change the trajectory of our lives going forward. Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. There is something so powerful about remembering and not forgetting, especially when we're in the busyness and sometimes the struggle of life we tend to forget. Communion helps us to abide in him, just to take some time every day to remember him, to abide in him. 1 Corinthians 11.26 says, every time we take communion, we're proclaiming the death of Jesus, which in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation that sets in motion all of these benefits that are found in the new covenant. But it's also important we take it the right way. Every time we take communion, we take it with the fear of the Lord, with deep honor and reverence and awe. We're talking about this today, this verse, fear the Lord and shun evil. Taking communion with the fear of the Lord. Just honor for his sacrifice. Reverence for him. 
So the process we use, we start with a two-minute long prayer. This mostly scripture coming from Ephesians chapter 1 and the prayer of Jabez found in 1 Chronicles chapter 4. And then we take a few minutes to examine ourselves. Because the Apostle Paul says some people are weak and sick and they die early because they don't examine themselves before taking communion. And if communion has the power to do that in the negative, I believe it has the power to make us healthy and strong and give us long life if we take it the right way. And then after our time of communion, we're talking about some physical fitness tips. Because I truly believe physical exercise, one of the greatest ways we can connect with God, it teaches us how to exercise our faith. So let's get started with our prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray for all those who are watching or listening, their families, all those connected to them and our church and governmental leaders. Thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe, the same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him, who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive your purpose and grace, your love and your goodness, and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today and help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, we're going to go through the other half of prayer. This is our time to examine ourselves. Are we making today a masterpiece? And how are we going to do that? We're going to get connected with God. We're focusing this month, the month of August of 2022. Our focus is on connection. And this week specifically, we talked about in our connection challenge, focusing on God, just connecting with him on a new level, being more present with him, listening for him, bringing him into the day today. How are we going to make today a masterpiece? We're going to do life together, connected with God today. And masters of anything are simply masters of the fundamentals. And that's where we talk about executing these four fundamentals and staying uh, just consistent in them, growing skilled in them. But before we go through the fundamentals, just remember, God's got a process. When he took the people from Egypt to the promised land, there were steps and stages and a process they went through. It didn't all happen in one day. And in a similar way for us to step into the promises and the inheritance that God has for us in Christ. I think there's some steps and some stages. There's some process that we go through. 
And I think it starts with us believing God's got something better for our life. Better than we could ever ask or think or dream or imagine. And then being willing forward to willing to move forward with him, with his plan for our life. Because often it looks impossible. There's going to be the temptation to want to go back to the way things used to be. And this being willing to move forward, to put off our old ways and to embrace this new way of living. We make him the source. We make him the center. We learn how to rest and trust in him. And that's where these four fundamentals come in, I believe. So our first one, let's get positioned in the light today. Every day, we got to keep repositioning ourselves back into the light. And I think it starts with humility. Humbling ourselves in relationship to God. Humbling ourselves in relationship to other people. Because it's the humble who are given grace. It's the humble who are exalted and promoted. And we're going to take our position in forgiveness today. Receiving forgiveness from God. Forgiving ourselves in the middle. Walking in forgiveness with other people. And we're going to take our position in love today. To walk in the light is to walk in love. Kind and patient and gentle. Always assuming the best. Keeping no record of wrongs. Delighting in the truth. Always hoping. Always trusting. Always persevering. Because love never fails. And we're going to take our position in gratitude and praise today. One of the greatest expressions of faith. And it's one of the easiest ways to maintain our positioning all day long. And being in position is a big deal because it puts us in position to be able to receive everything that God has for us. When we step into the light, we're stepping into Christ. And God has taken everything that he has and he put it all in him. I like to call it this pipeline of living water. Jesus says, out of your innermost being would flow these rivers of living water. And in that living water is everything we need. His spirit and power and presence, his love and peace and joy. His mind and wisdom, there's purpose and grace, health and energy, time, finances, resources. It's all available. So our first step is to get in position, to turn on the flow of this. Our second step is to magnify the light. We're going to turn up the brightness. It's going to expand the capacity where it builds a bigger pipeline where God can flow more of all of these good things through us. And to magnify the light, imagine two baskets on opposite sides of a balancing scale. On one side, we've got a basket full of all the issues and problems and testings that we face. On the other side, we've got a basket full of our praises to God, praising him for who he is, praising him for all that he's done in our life. Which basket are we going to fill up with our thoughts, our focus, our words, our attention, our meditation? Which basket are we going to fill up today? To magnify the light, we're going to fill up that basket of praise. And I like to go through the names of God. Who is God? He's the God of all peace. He's the God of all joy. He's our healer, our comforter, our provider. He's more than enough. He's the God of all grace. Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the resurrection. He's the door. He's the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. And we just start filling up this basket of praise, praising him for who he is. And then I'd like to move into what has he done? What's he done for us in Christ? He's redeemed us. He's forgiven our sins. He sent us his one and only son to die for our sins. He poured the cup of his wrath onto his body. He raised him up and he raised us up together with him and seated us in heavenly places with him. He gave us his blessing and his favor. Sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father, making us his children. And then I like to go through, what has he done for me personally? What's he done for me personally in my life? Just spending some time magnifying him. Now, this is not denying that there's issues or problems. 
is simply choosing to magnify God, to fill up that basket of praise, even in the face of problems. Because we trust that God can solve those problems a whole lot better than we can. But he does give us a choice. We could choose not to do any of this. We could stay stuck in pride and rebellion, bitterness, unforgiveness, filling up that other basket with venting and complaining and pouting, toiling away in our mind, trying to figure it all out. And that's where we have to learn to recognize the symptoms. Because when we're out of position or we're magnifying the wrong things, it's going to produce some symptoms in our life. And one of the biggest ones I've learned to pay attention to is where's the pressure? Am I putting pressure on other people? Am I putting pressure on myself? Or am I putting the pressure on God? Am I leaning on him? Where's the pressure? Because when we get this right, we roll that care. We roll the pressure over onto God. It's like it squeezes all those good things through us. But when we put the pressure on ourselves, we put the pressure on other people, it blocks the flow, I believe, what God wants to do. Where's the pressure? On the inside, you feel the heaviness and weight of it. You feel the fear and the stress and the worry, dreading things in the future, envisioning worst case scenarios. You might be reliving bad things from the past. Usually we're lacking presence. And unfortunately, this can become a habit. This can become a pattern or cycle that we get stuck in. But when we take our position in the light, there is rest in our soul. We have fellowship with God, fellowship with people. And when we rest, God goes to work. And now all those good things begin to flow. And now everything is free and easy and effortless and energizing because he's doing the work. And now all of a sudden, we've got hope in any and every situation because we've got God with us. And if all this weren't enough, God gives us this amazing gift of grace. That if we ever get off track, because sometimes we miss it, we can turn it right back around, get back in position again. And this is a skill set we can develop, I think. I think it starts with getting more aware of those symptoms and then being able to turn it quickly. We were just talking about last night in our connection challenge with our partners. You know, Some of them were talking about how they've gotten more skilled and not letting little things ruin their whole day. They've learned how to turn it back around quickly, get back in the light again. It's a skill we can develop. How do we do it? I think it starts with getting more aware of those symptoms. And then we simply humble ourselves. Father, forgive me. I miss it. I'm off track right now. We receive that forgiveness from him. We forgive ourselves. If we need to reconcile with somebody else or say we're sorry or forgive, we take those steps. And then we start praising and magnifying him. And I like to pray this very simple prayer. Father, thank you that what you put within me is more than enough to handle whatever's coming at me today in a beautiful, graceful way. Help me tap into it and see it flowing in my life at a greater level today. And you go through that simple process, that weight just lifts off you. Everything begins to flow again. It's a beautiful thing. And then our third fundamental, we're going to stay tuned in today. You get positioned in the light. You start magnifying him. All those good things begin to flow. And he's going to start to give you some direction, some instruction for your life. He's going to start to give you things to do, things to say. But we've got to stay tuned in to him to pick those things up. We've got to stay in rhythm with him. And one of my favorite ways to do this is with the journal before bed. And I like to start at the very top with what I call some filters. These are just short phrases, little reminders that I keep writing in my journal over and over to help me stay in rhythm with God. I like to start at the very top of the journal with the big picture vision. Where do I feel like God's leading me in my life? For me personally, it's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then I want to bring it down into this year. 
What do I feel like is the word or the vision or the direction God gave me for this year? For me personally, this, this year is 2022, the year of the beautiful land. I just keep writing that phrase at the top of my journal every night. And then I want to bring it down into this month. What are we what are we working on this month? This month in our with our partners, we're working on the connection challenge. Connecting with God, our purpose, our loved ones, our community on a new level. And so this month, every night, I'm writing prioritize connection, prioritize connection, prioritize connection. Just getting one connection can be the domino, the first domino that just sets in motion this virtuous cycle of good. And then I want to bring it down to a weekly level. That's where we talk about our weekly, yearly cycle updates. As we go around the cycle or circle of a year, think of it like a 360-degree view of all that God's done for us in Christ, of who he is. Different times of the year, just give it, give us different reminders. This time of year is a reminder God's favor is on you. It surrounds you like a shield. And his favor produces opportunities. So be looking for opportunities. That's my, my filter I'm using this week. Be looking for opportunities. And often those opportunities come hidden as problems that we face. Problems that we face can be some of the greatest opportunities to create connection. To see things turn around, to see God's grace flow in those areas. And I like to start my journal with gratitude and praise to get in position. And then to magnify what went well today. What are all the ways I saw God showing up today? And then I like to ask this question. God, what were you trying to show me today? And get still and listen and reflect back over the day. And whatever comes into my mind, begin to write those things down. And then I want to bring my journal all the way down into today. We started with the big picture, then this year, this month, this week, and I want to bring it down into today. And that's where I plan out the upcoming day with God. And I've learned to stick with, what do I know to do today? Because I learned, sometimes I was getting out ahead of God, toiling away in my mind, trying to figure things out, trying to force things to happen. On the other side, sometimes I was procrastinating on things that I knew to do. And those things are just piling up on the inside. You feel that, that weight and that overwhelm. And it blocks your clarity. What do I know to do today? Just begin to take action on those things. That becomes the plan for the day. And then we wake up like a kid on Christmas morning, excited for the day. And we remember this very important principle that the first thing out of our mouth every morning sets the tone for the whole day. And as I began to learn about this, I began to seek God. What's the best thing for us to say in the morning? I felt like he was taking me back to Genesis chapter 1, the very first words we see God speak. Let there be light. So now those are the first words out of my mouth in the morning. Let there be light. And it's amazing how such a simple little thing brings a different energy into the day. And then we get connected with God. Let's build that connection today. Let's grow that connection stronger. Let's take it to a new level. And we're going to walk out that plan, connected with him, full confidence in him. That he's right there with us every step of the way. And when we get to that place of confident faith, his grace begins to surge through us. He begins to go to work. He begins to beautify our lives. And beauty is attractive and magnetic and begins to pull more and more of everything God has for us into our lives. Let's talk about these scriptures. Proverbs chapter 3. I was just reading this the other morning. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 7 and 8. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. And turn away from evil or shun evil. This will bring healing to your body and refreshment 
to your bones. Just an amazing promise for us. What does it mean to fear the Lord? I think it means to have honor and reverence and respect for him. To be in awe of him. To want him in our lives. To want to connect with him. Two parts to this. Fear the Lord. And shun or turn away from evil. It will bring healing to your body, refreshment to your bones. Father, we just thank you for this scripture today. And we're asking for your help to walk in this consistently at greater and greater levels from this point on in our life. And we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Just take a moment to remember, God sent us his one and only son to die for our sins out of his great love for us. If you would do that, how would he not freely and graciously give us all things richly to enjoy? He poured the cup of his wrath onto the body of Jesus. Jesus is crushed and destroyed by him. But then he's raised back to life. He's victorious over death and he's seated at God's right hand. And he raises us up with him and sits us together with him in heavenly places. He makes us right and holy and perfect in God's sight. All through his one sacrifice. So Father, we thank you for this bread and all that it represents. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. His blood washes us and cleanses us, makes atonement for us, gives us this new covenant, this blood-sworn oath. The God is with us. He's for us. He's working for our good. In his covenant, he will not break. So, Father, we thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have a juice, you can take your juice. All right. We're focusing on connection this month. Just a little reminder. Health and fitness. I view the goal of fitness. The goal of fitness is to practice connecting with God. It's to practice exercising our faith. It's to practice allowing him to do the work. Let's just have a little reminder of that today. When you do your physical exercise, use it as an opportunity to connect with him. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about partnering with us in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.